Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. And on today's episode, I want to focus in on our series that we've been doing, Strongholds of Life. And there are three elements If a person, a leader, a builder, a visionary, a pastor uh, would be themselves a stronghold of life where then they can turn and truly encourage their people to allow God to work in them where they become a stronghold of life. Take a listen today to these three elements and I pray that you will go deeper with God in your own personal process. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. We are continuing our series, Strongholds of Life, today. And this is part three. I'm sitting in my hotel room in Alamogordo, New Mexico, where I have had a fabulous weekend coming together to serve um, at Cottonwood Christian Fellowship with the young adult leaders there and getting to know the pastors It's been a great, great time together. I'm watching the sun rise, and it's going to be a beautiful day. And so I'm so glad that you're with me. Now, if you notice that my voice is a little bit different today, I hope it's not a distraction to you, but it's just simply being in a different climate oftentimes can have a little bit of a different effect on us. But let's just go in today, and let's continue in this. So I want to share... Uh, what in the context of becoming strongholds of life uh, ourselves personally then means that the church can become a stronghold of his life. That means that people may encounter you, but by encountering you they become much more aware that they've encountered him and they've heard his voice and they realize there is hope and they realize that there is a way that they can move forward with him. And so we don't want people to leave having encountered us and only our name, you know, is on their lips. We want his name to be on their lips and even more importantly, deep within their hearts. So, you know, I oftentimes make the statement that we're living in days of great glory and days of great trouble simultaneously. It's not all glory and no trouble. It's not all trouble and no glory. They are simultaneously happening at the same time and we must be ready for both. So, the great glory is Christ in you because Colossians 1, 26 through 28 says that it is Christ in you that is the hope of glory. And so the more that we're having an ever-creasing experience of Christ in us, then that means that his life is able to move more and more through us to others. Because this is what Jesus came to bring was life. We want to be those who impart life, not just intellect, not just, you know, a little inspiration and motivation here and there. We want to be those who are strongholds of life. Therefore, we are imparting life to people just in our everyday living. So that is the great glory. And days of great trouble, my friends, means that in our generation, in our hour of history, there is tremendous trouble that is going on. 
But we cannot be those who run from it, avoid it, shrink back from it. We have to be those so prepared as we have allowed him to deal with the trouble in us, all right, that we are able to move forward with him in a confidence and in a, in a, a forthright way that we begin to deal with trouble rather than trouble dealing with us. Because if we are living in these days, then we were made for these days. Therefore, the trouble that you see, my friends, you were made for that trouble, all right? And this is where our allowing him to work personally in us and to, to disciple and build and mature us personally begins to eventually have its corporate work and begins then to flow out into life and culture. So I want to be, you know, uh, focusing in today on um, the um, introduction to grace and the fullness of grace, how that then works in us to get us ready to be strongholds of life. So this introduction to grace and fullness of grace is something I'm going to have to develop further because the more I talk about it with people, the more I realize how little we really know about this. So many people are coming into the introduction to grace and they're staying there. And they, it's causing, I'm sorry to say, it is causing um, maybe more of a lazy church, more of a um, corrupted church. I just have to speak forthrightly and say that when you become too focused on, not too focused on, but you, you simply remain in the introduction. It's like staying in the foyer of a building that you were meant to go deep into its chambers. And so at the introduction of grace, whereas God has done it all, and I don't have to do anything to earn God's love or to be holy or to be righteous, that's a gift from God, and it's His grace. And that is so very, very true. But as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15.10, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He said, but this grace that's gotten up in me is going to be working harder in me than in anybody else. So I want to say to those that may be in the introduction to grace, and I'm glad you're enjoying it, but if it's really the grace of God, it's going to be leading you deeper in to the works of grace. Because grace, my friends, is on a cheap covering for us to live lazy. The grace of God is the literal ability of God inside of us to enable us to actually live as Christ, to labor as Christ, to labor with Him in the things that are upon His heart for this hour of history. So Paul knew better than anybody. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He knew that he should not be living as good as he was. He knew that he who had formerly been the abuser, molester of the church, the persecutor of the church, the murderer of the church. Who was he to be now the builder of the church? And yet he bowed to the grace of God. He bowed to the Father. He said, I bow my knees to the Father of all. Because he knew that when you come face to face with God himself and God says, I chose you. I picked you out. That the true humility that will bow before God and say, though it be not right, <laughs> this is not right that I should now be called by you in love to come and to be with you 
and serve you. But Father, if you want me, you can have me. My friends, that does not come by some cheap form of grace. That comes by an all-encompassing, all-powerful encounter with the grace of God where he says, I called you. I determined. It is fine with me. Now let it be fine with you. And that grace brought him in and introduced him. But he says, now that I'm in, I'm going all in. And he said, that grace that called me will now function in me. And I now freely give myself back to the Father. And he can do with me whatever it is that he wants. Because he has loved me. Because he has served me through the cross of Jesus Christ. And therefore now I will serve him, walk with him, live with him. You see, I'm just tapping in just ever so slightly to the introduction to grace and the fullness of grace. And I'm calling you. I'm calling every person that can hear my voice. I'm calling you deeper in to the depths of his grace. And this is what Paul referred to again in 1 Corinthians 3, roughly 10 through verse 15. He said, I have been given a grace for my task to build. And he said, let, let it be that we build upon the foundation, capital F, the foundation that is Jesus Christ himself. And he said, let it be that every man will have to decide now that he's in Christ and that introduction to grace and that stronghold of life, that foundation of life is in us. Now every man decides if he's going to build with flesh and self, wood, hay, and straw, the things of surface, the things that just show up and they're flighty and they're fleshly. He said, or let it be that that man builds with gold and silver and precious stones. Mm, because that comes straight out of the foundation. Because those are compounds that are formed deep, deep underground. And they are formed by intense heat. And therefore, my friends, when they are formed by the heat and the fire of God himself, and they come forth and become the very building materials that we build with, it goes on to say you can rest assured that they will pass through the fire because they were formed by the fire. You see, I want us to be such strongholds of life that we don't any longer try to serve God once we've gotten in by the introduction to grace that we don't continue to try to build by wood, hay, and straw, by the simple man-made synthetic efforts of people that we allow Christ in us to, to, um, to mature and to um, begin to find expression through us. My friends, it's his patience, it's his love, it's his life, it's his faith inside of me being formed and developed. Just because it's mine by possession, I want it to now be mine by function, is that I'm allowing the fire of God, the slow fire of discipleship to burn within and to develop and to bring it forth so that the living and the building that is done through me is really coming from him. This is why, of course, we will lay everything at Jesus' feet, and gladly so, because he produced it in us. It's his life within us. 
Are we a stronghold of his life? My friends, let everything burn up that's of wood, hay, and straw, and, and just let it be done, and let us ask him to now develop by the slow fire of God, to develop and bring forth that gold and silver and precious stones. I mean, it's an amazing thing about God. He's such our big sharing God that sure, he's going to produce it in us and sure, we're going to lay it at his feet. It's going to pass through the fire. It's going to make it through the fire. There will be, you know, many things to lay at his feet. And then it says he will actually reward us. I mean, really? I mean, this is an amazing, amazing thought. God's going to produce it all. And then he's going to reward us. And I'm, you know, I'm amazed every day at his goodness. And as the sun is rising here in Alamogordo, New Mexico, and I'm watching it through the window, seeing the mountains in the distance, and I'm like, God, you are fantastic. <laughs> Your plan is fantastic. Your ways are fantastic. And so will we be those who... Uh, let him now forge within us by the fire of discipleship so that he can bring forth the very building materials, you see, that will be how he builds his church, builds his people to be a stronghold of his life. And there are three just simple elements. These are not all. This is just three that came to me over the last several days as I've meditated on this that I wanted to share with you that that those who will become these strongholds of life, because the foundation and the only foundation that we live from is Him. We want it to be of Him, from Him, and for Him, as Romans 11.36 says. That's why we're living as a, as a living sacrifice to Him, because that's what rolls into Romans 12.1. It says, because it's all from Him and for Him and going back to Him, then come on now, let's live as a living and holy sacrifice before Him. This is our delight, my friends. This is our privilege. This is our blessing. I want others to look at us and see the way that we live and they, that they would be envying us instead of Christians turning and envying sinners that they could just run free. Let it be that the world begins to be made hungry by the way that we truly and authentically and organically and intimately live in such deep oneness and union with Him. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. So these three elements that I want to quickly share with you are that you will be like a quiver in God's I'm sorry, like an arrow in God's quiver. It says that children are um, arrows that can be shot out in such power. So it's like God can reach behind himself and he can draw forth an arrow. He puts it in the bow. But remember that before a bow and arrow can cooperate together to shoot that arrow out, the arrow has to be drawn back. So if you're in a season right now where it feels like you're being more drawn back than you are being shot out, then realize that's a part of the deep preparation. He's drawing you back to himself, drawing you into the stronghold of life he is inside of you. There are many things that he's going to be doing so intimately and intricately that are so detailed you can barely describe it to other people. 
when it's happening because it's so uh, private between you and him. And in that pulling back is when the archer is getting ready to zero in on the target. So remember, my friends, God is getting you ready. He draws you back to himself. He deepens you in grace. And then he will surely shoot you out into your specific assignment. And he will, he will do this, my friends. And then it says also, so our second element is out of Isaiah 58, that says that it's not so much the fasting of just going without food and, and things like that that we again may do on surface, but Isaiah 58 by many is called the chosen fast chapter because God says this is what I truly long for, you know, is the fast where you might give up maybe some of these external things that you're doing. Come deeper with me. He says, because when you pass on the very things you sustain your own life with, then I will break forth in great healing and restoration. You see, we as leaders, builders, visionaries, pastors, what, whatever role that you're in, your assignment, the giftings, the callings, all of these things, eventually, my friends, are we drawing from him as our life? Is he our stronghold of life? And if he is, then let's pass that on. The very thing we sustain our own life with. There's no division. There's no us and them. There is all of us who are in the corporate body of Christ. And I want to be one who's passing on the very same thing that I sustain my own life with. I'm not here to help other people with trouble. My, 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 I had trouble. I caused trouble. And God came to me and dealt with me. And what he did in me, what he deposited within me, that is what I want to pass on to the body of Christ, to the people of God. Because we are here to equip the saints. We are here to equip them for the grace-filled work of the ministry. So, Number one, we all want to be that arrow in God's quiver that he can draw out and shoot out as a mighty sun in this hour. So we want to allow him to draw us back to himself deeper into life and then be able to be zeroed in and focused in on what it is he's sending us forth to do. The second is Isaiah 58 where it talks about the chosen fast. Let's pass on the very thing we sustain our own life with. And then the third one, let's be those like Peter, who also knew the deep introduction to grace and the fullness of grace. And Jesus said to him, he said, now, Peter, the devil has asked permission to sift you like wheat. And I'm going to be praying for you that your faith will not fail. You see, Peter's faith in himself had to fail, that wood, hay, and straw, so that he came back into faith in Jesus and the very faith of Jesus, the only faith that will not fail. And then he said something so powerful to Peter. He said, and then Peter, once you have turned back to me as your stronghold of life in a whole new, fresh, powerful way, he said, then once you have turned, now strengthen the brethren, pass it on, build my church, feed my sheep, build them, strengthen them, establish them cause them to know a stability for their days of glory and trouble and so it is to us that God would say turn and strengthen the brethren 
This word brethren is not a gender word, my friends, because we are spirit before we are gender, color, um, or anything else. We are spirit. And he was saying to him, turn and strengthen those who also, Peter, are born of me. Because the Adolphus, the brethren, this Greek word, means those who are born of the same womb and have the same calling. You see, Jesus was the first of many brethren. He was the first of many sons of glory who will be able to walk in these days of trouble. So I want you to be encouraged today, my friends, as we close out. I want you to be encouraged. Do not stay in those introductory waters of grace. Go deep, my friends. Go all the way into the full house. Go into the full power, the full strength of God, the full stability of God. Know who He is and who you are to Him. Let Him draw from the intense heat uh, formed compounds within the gold and the silver and the precious stones. Don't build, my friends, with wood, hay, and stubble because it's all about to fall. We want to be those who invite Him. Invite Him, my friends. Don't make Him chase you down. Invite Him and say, Father, do it now in me your way. All right? So be encouraged today, my friends. I'm getting ready to head out to Cottonwood Christian Fellowship here in Alamogordo, New Mexico. And I am so honored and privileged to just simply pass on the very things that I sustain my own life with today as I have the opportunity to teach a class there today. And I want you, wherever you are today, as you listen to this, whenever it may be, I want you to be made hungry, to know Him as your very stronghold of life, and then to become an expression of Him. Become a stronghold of life. Let Him pitch the tent of His presence wherever He pleases, where there have formerly been strongholds of death and destruction and poverty and such defilement. He's looking for those places and He's coming again and He's looking for those pastors and leaders and people who will say, Father, come here now and pitch the tent of Your presence here and cause life to break forth, Father. The real, true, powerful, pure life that is Jesus Christ Himself and let it come here and break out that many may come to know You and see you in all of your goodness, Father, and be drawn to you. So, my friends, let us, let us get up and be going, all right? Let us be going into the works of grace. Oh, my, 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 these are great days. Days of great glory and days of great trouble. But you were made for these days, all right? So until the next time, I love you all, and I'm praying for you. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.